We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Trade Negotiations. This week, this particular negotiation is going to be revolved around a little four-parter. Admittedly, no, it's not been printed in trade yet. I get it. I get it, but it is what it is. It's a complete story arc, and I find it to be a very valuable one when it comes to the DC Universe. And I've been looking forward to checking this one out. I've been saving it for such an occasion, and the book is Hell Arisen. Uh, I know there's a lot of a lot of hype around issue three of Hell Arisen because, you know, punchline and all of that. But the fact is, is, you know, comics are so much more than just first appearances. If you go through and you actually read the whole story arcs, you know, if people would have picked up this from the beginning, I have a feeling the 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 whole issue three punchline fiasco wouldn't have been a fiasco because people would be enjoying this book if they had just fucking read it. Sure. <laughs> I know I got a little ranty there, didn't I? Uh, James Tinian the fourth, Steve Epting, and Nick Filardi fucking killed it on this. I'm so excited to talk about this with you slurds. Uh, what's going on in Hell Arisen? Um, let's see, that, I gotta make sure I got the name of this book right, because I thought it was Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, and now I come to find out it's uh, Justice League, Hell Arisen. So, uh, if you're going to search it, make sure you got your, uh, your search, your search information proper, because, God forbid, comic books be confusing. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so yes, Hell Arisen is what I will be referring to this book as. I am more than excited to talk about it, so let's... But first, I must tell you about the fine, fine people over at Hooked On Comics. Right now, we're all looking for ways to buy comic books. It's not so easy right now. Not so easy on account of, you know, um, stores are closed. and uh, But thankfully, the uh, the way of the auction... Thanks to technology, has made it possible for LCSs to kind of keep some cash flow coming in and keep books in the hands of readers. Sure. Uh, yeah, I gotta talk about Hooked on Comics, man. These guys have been sponsoring this podcast for a minute now. So please make sure you uh, do your part in supporting the comic book industry by supporting local comic book stores like Hooked on Comics. Now, how, where, who, what, when? Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on NSCLiveTV.com, channel 12. Uh, Also on their Facebook group page. Once again, that's Hooked on Comics. And, you know, the Cheers to Comics Facebook group page. So make sure you join that. So I will, uh, yeah, you can catch me sharing out all of those feeds there as well. Now, when you tune in, you can expect a whole lot of slabs, like a whole wall of slabs. And then there's the bin room. Gotta love the bin room. 
And of course, just quality auction action brought to you by NSCLiveTV.com and Hooked on Comics. So tune in once again Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays p.m. Eastern. Channel 12, NSCLiveTV.com. Now let's talk about a fucking comic book, man. Ugh. All right, so it starts out about a year ago, you know, because it's been the year of the villain, and now it's the end of the year of the villain, so, well, let's start out at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Lex is confronting our beloved Batman who laughs, who at the time is in chains. Um, you know, he shows up to essentially kill the Batman who laughs, and he's kind of mocking him. Or, uh, you know, the BWL is mocking Lex, saying, you're too smart to kill me. You're not going to do it. And, you know, in the long run, you know, we're going to face each other, and you'll see who wins, and this will be fun. But right now, you know that you, you're too fucking smart to take me out. You know you need me in some way, shape, or form. So then we flash forward to now, but not uh, in our universe. We're on Earth 3, and this is a world where, you know, essentially the Justice League is known as the Crime Syndicate. They bad. They real bad. And we see, uh, you know, Superman or Ultraman, as he's known in this universe, just kind of fear-mongering the people. And yeah, they're, 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 they're realizing that Perpetua's going around fucking shit up, just devouring universes that have anything to do with good. Uh, the, the crime syndicate, they're just kicking back. We're evil. She ain't gonna fuck with us. We're cool. As a matter of fact... Let's see if we could talk to that bitch. And then Apex Lex shows up in all of his glory and says, Ah, you know, you request an audience for Perpetua? Let's fucking make that happen. So, they didn't take him to, uh, oh shit, what do they call this fucking thing? Um, whatever their the little ship is, their, their little home base. Hold on, I'm gonna get to it, I gotta flip through here. The Godhead, that's what it is. Uh, they get to the Godhead, and they get their meeting with Perpetua. And she flat out says, you know what? appreciates how you are all evil and whatnot, but the thing is, is we need like 100% evil. So I need you to prove yourself before I go on and give you this vast, vast power that I've granted the beloved Alexander here. I hate how she calls him Alexander, that's just creepy. It's like a, a, a weird mommy type of complex, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. She says, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn Earth 3, I'm going to turn all those motherfuckers on that planet into the apex version of themselves. A bunch of fucking goddamn creatures, monsters, lizard-looking people. And, yeah, you prove yourself by ruling these motherfuckers and maybe, just maybe, we'll get you some power. And they send the crime syndicate on their way. Um, I'd like to think that they come back into play here eventually, but, yeah, that's what they got to do. They, they got to prove themselves in the meantime. Meanwhile, Perpetua and Lex, they're, they're touching on all of their, uh, their, I guess they're kind of cluing us in on all of their plans, not necessarily cluing us in, reminding us of what their motivations are, that's a better way of putting it, and essentially it's just doing all planets with heroes, and, um, yeah, so, uh, Lex says, hey, you know, check it, I, I got a, I heard the Earth 10, could, you know, they, they got some evil motherfuckers over there, so let's go recruit those bastards, too. And Perpetua tells him, not quite yet, I got another mission for you, Alexander. Alexander, I need you to go home. I need you to go home, because it turns out there's this dark multiverse motherfucker 
fucking shit up. And the dark multiverse, not part of my plan. Nope. So I need you to go there and take care of that. And I'm sure you're going to dig it because it's home to you. Back Remember how you were a human? Well, go, go kind of play in that sandbox for a little bit. Have fun. But just go, you know, make sure that the Batman who laughs doesn't fuck anything up. Is essentially what she's saying without necessarily saying that. So he's in his lab just typing, typing, typing away. And he's trying to get all the intel he can. And then he realizes, oh shit, what is this infection thing that's been happening as I've been conquering the world in the Justice League? Um, There's some bad motherfuckers out there. And uh, right on cue, these bad motherfuckers show up. And we do have our well, five of the six infected. We know that Gordon's kind of out of commission. Didn't right now. But <laughs> you like that? It just came to me. But we do have five of these badass motherfuckers. And if you're not familiar, we've got Scarab, Deathbringer, Sky Tyrant, Kara, Zor-El, and King Shazam. Which are all dark versions of Shazam and Supergirl and... Hawkman and uh, Blue Beetle and oh, what's her face? So yeah, there you go. Um, but they evil now, and you know Lexi's like, oh fuck it, Apex Predators attack, cause Perpetua made him like, take an army of Apexes with him. But they proved to be immediately useless because, well, uh, <laughs> our our five infected have easily taken out the entire little uh, mini army or brigade of apexes. So at this point, you know, Lex is like, shit, I got all the power, bitches. I got Perpetual on my side. And then before he could really do anything, he hears the voice of uh, the Batman who laughs. He's mocking him as he does. And then Apex goes to, or Lex goes to, sh you know, shoot his little blasty blaster power at King Shazam. Well completely fucking useless and this this is why perpetual was so threatened by the dark multiverse because against the dark multiverse perpetua's powers are completely powerless useless i wanted to throw in another p in there but uh i used the word power too much sorry uh <laughs> but yeah the fact is is uh, lex looks to be fucked here at the end of the uh first issue Ooh boy! Oh man, this is a fucking heavy start, man. This is a heavy start, and this this is my proof. If you fuckers, and I'm criticizing anybody that only picked up issue three, if you fuckers would have just read this first issue, you would have been all in. Granted, no, I didn't read it when it first came out, but I knew I was gonna. So I'm not in that fucking group. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, here we go. Uh, let's uh, let's get on with issue number two. So essentially we pick up right where we left off, and that would be in uh, Lex Luthor's little command center, or the Metropolis Museum of Nature and Science as he has taken over. But no, as we all know, he's, he's cornered. He's cornered by these infected motherfuckers that the Batman Who Laughs has brought upon him. And the Batman Who Laughs, he's, uh, he's watching remotely from, uh, well, we'll say, I'll tell you that in a second. Well, I would imagine that's where he's watching from, but yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But meanwhile... We got a fight on our hands, and, you know, we got all the infected except for Gordon, of course. Fixing to take on uh, Lex, and as we know, his powers don't really work so well against dark multiverse beings. But Lex being the Lex that he is, 
always has a way. So, uh, first thing he does, he initiates the Red Sun Protocol. Boom. Kara Zor-El, aka Supergirl, she down. Now, it's time to take out Deathbringer. Deathbringer pretty much says, hey, motherfucker, you have never had any hand-to-hand -hand combat training. You're just Lex. You're just Lex. And on the contrary, says Lex Luthor, as he brings out his Lex box that are all karate-fied, because it turns out he had a... Oh, I forgot who it was, but some karate bitch. She <laughs> was uh, uh, teaching the, the robots how to kung fu fight, and now, guess what? All them Lexbox kung fu fighting versus Deathbringer. Deathbringer down. Uh, next up, next up, it's old Scarab and Sky Tyrant. Um, well, Lex's suit just takes care of him, because, you know, Lex has got his big old fucking mech suit now fucking him up. You see where this is going? Lex is unstoppable. He doesn't even need... This is the scary thing. He doesn't even need Perpetua's powers to single-handedly take down all these motherfuckers. But wait, what about Shazam? Gotta take on King Shazam now, right? And even King Shazam just kind of looking at him like, hey, motherfucker, you ain't never fucking no magic before. And Lex says, you know right, I ain't never fucking no magic before, but you know what I do fucks with? I fucks with your brain, Billy Batson. I'm all up in that shit. Say the words. And he makes Billy say the word, shazam. And, uh, yeah, no, no, he's just a little kid. And, you know, at this point, he's no threat at all. We don't get any fucking Lex Luthor killing a kid in this one. That's not gonna happen. Thought it was gonna happen, but, hmm, what are you gonna do? So... <laughs> Uh, Batman at this time, he's, uh, uh well, he, Lex Luthor's gone. He, he's, he's out of his little whatever. He initiates the fucking self-destruction thing and brings down the house all upon the infected. We survive. They're just, yeah. Uh, they did their job, though. Their job was not to beat Lex. It was to slow him down by the BWL some time. Now, what's the BWL doing? Well, he's all up in, uh, what's that name of the, well, Slaughter Swamps. He's in the slaughter, slaughter Swamps, and he's got somebody detained. And this detained motherfucker seems to be his answer to fix all of his problems. Now, who could this detained motherfucker be? It's the Phantom Stranger. Oh, yeah. So, the Batman Who Laughs has the Phantom Stranger, and he's gonna use him to take on some bullshit. Ah, oh, man. This is, uh... This is fucked. So now, um, <laughs> you know, he's at, this, at this point, we're back to Lex. Lex, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's at Mercy's apartment. Now, Mercy is one of his former associates, uh, more of like an assistant type, if you will. And he just uh, happened to adapt her apartment as a secret base long, long ago before she ever knew about it. But yeah, he's there just in plain daylight, just typing away, and his mission is to really just kind of, he needs to get all the DNA of all of these infected and figure out what the fuck, because, you know, science and comics and Lex Luthor and whatnot, but there's a couple of motherfuckers he didn't get the DNA from. He didn't get the DNA from Hawkman and Blue Beetle. He's got the DNA from the other ones, just needs Hawkman and Blue Beetle. So, uh, at this point, he's going to figure out how to do that, and he needs the help of someone, and the someone is being... Uh, held in the uh, Hall of Justice. I don't know if it's like the museum or if the Hall of Justice is just open to the public now or what the fuck. I, I forget how that works. But you go in there and you're greeted by a holographic flash and a blah 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 and yeah, you can guide you on your way. Uh, well, Lex being the, the, the Martian Manhunter shapeshifter kind of guy that he is, he shapeshifts into Animal Man and uses his prints and gets himself into the, all the secret coordinates of all that shit. And there he finds his way to, uh, <laughs> the commish. He gets his way to the commissioner, and I'll be goddamned. I'll be goddamned. 
Uh man. Uh, so yeah, we, we just, at this point, you know, fucking, you know, you got a bunch of Justice Leaguers, right? He's just walking by them. Well, he takes them all out. He takes them all out, and they rise. And now they're infected as well. So, you know, we got an infected Commissioner Gordon, and we got a bunch of other infected Justice Leaguers. And we all know that, you know, uh, Lex, he's probably going to be completely capable, but uh, he's found himself in a pickle here at the end of the second issue. But that's not how the second issue ends. We go back to Mercy. Mercy has been sent on a mission by Lex. You know, he's, uh, he's convinced her. Yes, she was not super stoked to find him all up in her apartment without permission. But, uh, with a certain eight-figure donation to her bank account, she was suddenly convinced that maybe Lex is not so bad. <laughs> Money talks, right? Sends her on a mission. Her mission is to recruit some help. Now, this help is extremely unlikely, but... <laughs> uh, we all know that this specific motherfucker has a very, very deep grudge and even fear of the Batman Who Laughs. I don't think there's anybody that wants the Batman Who Laughs taken down more than the Joker himself. So, the end of issue two actually ends with the Mercy confronting Joker, asking him for the help on behalf of Lex. Uh, that was more like Penguin, huh? Uh, <laughs> fucking holy shit. Holy shit. I love, this is, we're halfway through, and I'm, oh, god damn, I'm so fucking excited. I can't believe I put this off. I'm glad I'm reading it all at once. I will say that. I'm glad I'm getting a chance to read it all together. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I wish I would have known this stuff a long time ago, because I would have been singing the praises of this book from the very beginning. But, alas... Yeah, here we go. This is how it worked out. So we're halfway through. Let's uh, let's move on to issue number three. But first, I want to take a uh, quick break here. Check this out. Hey, how you doing? My name is Joey Galvez, and I'm here to invite you to head on over to the 143 Podcast Network to check out all our shows that range from collecting, music, all things geek, all under one roof right here on the 143 Podcast Network, partnering with Age of Radio. Check us out. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the Green Freedom Podcast. Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of course you do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, 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 I'd that was, that was <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back. I'm back. It's just me here. That's all. Uh, let's let's continue on with chapter three. Chapter three is just as much as a doozy as the rest of them. Fucking promise, man. So Lex, he uh, we we go back to Lex. And he's talking with Gordon. Gordon's still infected, and uh, the last time we saw Lex, he was being surrounded by a bunch of other infected uh, heroes in the Hall of Justice. Now, last time, yeah, he fucked up some heroes, no problem. And I just assumed, yeah, okay, he's going to do it again. Here's the deal. He doesn't have all of his technology and doodads around him. His Lex, box and, uh, Lex bots and his suit to help out. So uh, it's just him. And he's looking a little, uh, a little diminished, if you will. It's like behind the scenes, in between two and three, there is a couple of jabs thrown, maybe a punch to the gut. Lex ain't looking so great, is what it's coming down to. 
So, uh, Gordon gives a evil dialogue about how, you know, Batman who laughs is gonna, you know, fucking fuck you up the whole time, and, you know, you're just a big old blah blah blah, you know, fucking monologues go. Uh, so his, his deal is, alright, you know, boss wants you, he wants to kill you himself now, Lex, you done fucked up, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's go do that, and then, woof, somebody shows up, somebody shows up, and we know that Lex has been recruiting, he sent his little lady Mercy out to, uh, go find a little Joker, little Joker, and Joker's there, he's there, he's doing his job, he's gonna, he's gonna help Lex, that's what he was called for, right? <laughs> So Lex, or I mean Joker, he just starts spraying with his little Tommy gun or whatever the fuck he's using. And all of the infected motherfuckers go away. Apparently the infected aren't, uh, I mean, they're not, a, Lex's power is no big deal to him. But bullets? Bullets fucking scary, man. So <laughs> <laughs> they just start running because, I, mean, I think more than anything, they're scared of the Joker, not so much the bullets. Uh, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. They're like, ah, bullets are only weakness. So <laughs> they, uh, they, they scatter. And yeah, at this point, you know, Gordon's thinking, fuck, fuck, fuck. I fucked up. Boss is going to be pissed about this. And, uh, yeah, now we get a little, uh, Joker Lex, um, happening. And, uh, you know, Joker's pretty much saying, yeah, no, okay, I got, I got the message. I'm here to help, motherfucker, let's go. And then right on cue, a little son-of-a-bitch puppet named uh, Warp shows up. And Warp is all cuckoldy. He's a super cuck. He's just, mm, what do you want, precious little Joker, fucking jerk you off, blah, blah, blah. essentially is what he's saying. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, so he warps back to Joker's little... Uh, fun land, and then Joker says, alright, look here, cuck, I want you to go to seven, warp to seven random places, then put a gun in your mouth and pull the trigger. Boom. You're just gonna fucking die. Yes, yes, Joker. Yes, I guess, if that's what you wish, my little, yeah. So, I wasn't a fan of this warp character at all, in case you, uh, in case you can't tell. That's alright, he did. So, <laughs> presumably. So now Lex and Joker, you know, they're walking to the little funhouse, and in the distance you see that punchline character. Hey, remember punchline? She's got Mercy all tied up, but that's not the situation. That's not the focus right now. The focus is the fact that Joker lets Lex gets two steps ahead and then pulls a gun on him. Lex, being the, the brainiac that he is, and gives a villainous monologue of his own and says, Look here, you're too smart to kill me. You need me now. Blah blah blah, and then Joker, he's pissed that you know Lex didn't kill him a year ago when he had the chance to. He could have just put a fucking bullet in the Batman who laughs. At, that's what I mean to kill him, uh, kill the Batman who laughs. Joker really doesn't like him, and he goes on to say a couple of times within this scene alone about how we we don't say that name here. We just don't say that name, and Lex continues to you know just. Yeah, go on and on about how the Batman who laughs and blah blah blah, and you'll never let a Batman rule the world, and that's why you are gonna help me and not pull that trigger, and you know, Lex. So, um, yeah, uh, at this point, <laughs> Lex flexes. He gets all big and powerful and says, "Look, you, you, you brought me here, knowing goddamn good and well how powerful I am. And, you know, I could still smush you like a bug. So here's what's gonna happen: you're gonna let me poke around a little noggin of yours. I'm gonna get all up in some Joker brains, and uh, I'm gonna get the last little bits of information. I'm gonna need to fuck up some motherfuckers. So from here, uh, when he's going through, and it's trippy too. I like how they really drew this out. It's very, very trippy how he's doing it." 
Um, but yeah, he's and you even see Joker's brain literally laid out of his head as Lex is scalping around in there. It's gnarly shit, man. It's gnarly shit. The, this, the story's just as grotesquely visual as it is, um, you know, just to, to listen to. It's, it's gnarly, as I have been known to say. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we, we flash back to some, uh, the, the Batman Who Laughs story with the Joker toxin and all of that shit, and, you know, we get, we get some information, you know, I'm not gonna go into all of the details of it all, the fact is, is it's, it's a whole lot of flashbacky, not a whole lot, but some flashbacky type of stuff that really I would just be repeating, you know, if you read the Batman Who Laughs and have been following this, this character at all, uh, and read any of the mini series or stories or one shots or whatever has come out there, you, you, you understand all of these references. So uh, yeah, fucking uh, Lex comes out and says, "Oh, thank you, I got what you needed," and, and carry on. <laughs> Joker, he's not so happy. He's not so happy at this point. So now we flash over to Punchline, and now Joker has a little bit of leverage. Punchline has mercy, and uh, not really a whole lot of mercy. Mercy's just Le Lex's, uh, you know little, little, uh, assistant lady, uh, just ironically named in this sense, so, uh, but Joker says, you know what, release her, it's not worth it, um, uh, he's gonna, and he kind of talks some sense into Lex, saying, look, you know, you, this is where you fucked up, and, um, you'll, you'll find the right way, you'll find the right way, in the meantime, me and Punchline here, we're just gonna scoot off into the, into the wind, and, you know, feed the monkey on your way out, and carry on, so, <laughs> yeah, and so Lex is standing there, and, with mercy, and says, all right, cool, I got everything I needed out of that demented little noggin of his, so here's your uh, mission now, mercy, she says, not after another million dollars deposited, because that was some fucked up shit, and Lex says, hmm, done so here's your list <laughs> he does not argue in that at all i don't even think i mean what the i think lex at this point and all of his superiority could really just manifest money on his own you know who needs the mint when we have lex right or either that or he is that fucking powerful what is eight figures and in the last issue he deposited eight figures how's that so six Seven's a million. Oh, like so it's like a hundred million dollars. Why is she demanding another million dollars when she already has a hundred million? You greedy little bitch, Mercy. So, or maybe it was nine hundred million. Who knows? It just said seven or eight figures. It could have been nine hundred ninety-nine million. What's another million? Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, this is me just poking fun there, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so let's. Uh, Joker moves on, Lex and Mercy. Uh, Lex gives Mercy her next mission, and that, uh, go find these motherfuckers, and she looks at the list and goes, well, why, what's the mission? And he says, meet me here, high noon. I don't know why he had to say high noon, like it was a fucking spaghetti western, but I don't know, maybe Tinian's a Clint Eastwood fan. I'm not mad at him for that. I just thought it was a odd choice of uh, phrasing for Lex Luthor whatever, <laughs> so high noon, and, you know, we flash right to high noon at the Hall of Justice, Lex is standing there in his glorious, magnificent Lex suit, Lexi, Mechlex, 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 that's what I'm gonna call him, uh, no, I'll never be able to say that that many times again, uh, so, <laughs> he's standing there, and then, you know, the infected show up, and that was apparently who was being summoned, 
along with the Batman who laughs himself. And Lex says, hey, you coward, you, or you showed up yourself this time. And blah de blah de blah And then we realize that Lex is not alone. He's not alone at all. And uh, this is setting up one fucking hell of a goddamn finale. We get a little bit of a... S- <laughs> Alright, I'll just say who's on that. On, admittedly, there is one person that uh, I'm not totally familiar with, or wasn't totally familiar with, but uh, Lex is helped by some villains, and these villains being Solomon Grundy, Lobo, <laughs> Captain Cold, <laughs> and some neon-looking lady. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll tell you who that is in the next issue. I just, uh, yeah. Um, it's, they just don't say who these names are. You just gotta know who they are. But at this point, you know, we got ourselves a little, a little, uh, Mexican standoff. Oh, is that why he says high noon? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and that's how this issue ends. Lex has a bunch of villains on his side. Uncorrupted, untainted, uninfected, and, uh, yeah. Not on the Batman Who Laughs side. Oh, this is gonna be one fucking hell of a finale, man. So stay tuned for issue four. Oh, stay tuned. Jesus Christ. Uh, hang in there. In about 12 seconds, I'm gonna talk about issue four. Okay, maybe not quite 12 seconds, but you get it. Uh, so, issue four, the finale. The finale to the year-long event that has been Year of the Villain. Uh, turns out it's Batman vs. Lex. Or, I mean, <laughs> well, Batman who laughs first, Lex, I guess. And I'll be goddamned. So, we start this issue off with a, just a wee bit of a flashback. Not going back too far. It's really the the instance right before Lex shows up to the Hall of Justice to face down the Batman who laughs and the infected. And this is uh, really Lex and Mercy... You know, just kind of preparing for everything, putting the final touches on everything. And then Mercy begs the question, Why the fuck are you doing all this, Lex? Uh, Back when you were a human, you were way badass, but you're kind of like selling out and shit. You know, you're going to be all godlike, and it's not a good look on you. You know, being perpetuous puppet and all. And he says, you know what? I'm going to tell you why. Uh, here, I had, I've, I've pretty much been just de- demasculated, for lack of better words, I guess is what he's saying, and by that I mean he's gone so far as to earn the love and trust of the Justice League, and so much so that he is, you know, an official member of the Justice League at one point in time, because he's the one that helped take down the, uh, Oh, uh, what the fuck are their names? The, uh, uh, something syndicate. I don't know. Crime syndicate? That's the one. I think that's them. But yeah, he takes down the crime syndicate, and that's what gets him the spot, and blah bloody blah So, uh, yeah. Well, it's taken from him, and he realizes that maybe he as a human is not good enough, and that's his motivation for all of this. And then, you know, what Perpetua has given him, he feels, feels a lot more capable now. And that's his answer to this. Uh, pretty, I guess, pretty simple when it comes down to it. You know, he had his balls ripped off and he wants them back. So, uh, here we go. It's the fight. The big old fight. And at this point, we've got the Infected versus Lobo. And, uh, fucking Captain Cold. And, uh, Solomon Grundy. And all these, you know, just a fucking goddamn plethora of evil fighting each other. And all of this was essentially just to distract 
the goons, so that Lex can go face-to-face -face with the Batman who laughs. All on his own. And that's what happens here. And, you know, we get a bunch of, hey, got you there, got you there, got you there type of things between the two of them, you know. Uh, Lex takes off the Batman who laughs visor. That's fucking weird. It's almost like seeing your grandpa naked for a second. You're like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just, it was just disturbing to see. And that, you know, essentially that's what grounds the Batman who laughs to this universe and allows him to tolerate everything that's not evil around. And, yeah, that's torturous. But as he get, he takes the thing off, he lets Batman get a little bit closer, and then, you know, this big old explosion. That creates fire, and because, you know, the Batman who laughs is always one step ahead as well, he knows that... Be because Lex has absorbed the Martian Manhunter's, uh, well, just being all on his own, he also has that weakness to fire now. And, uh, yeah, so, and like I said, it's, it's a whole lot of back and forth. And then, you know, he gets close again, and essentially what steps the whole thing is Lex using all of the knowledge and stuff that he's obtained throughout his findings, and he's concocted essentially this cure. And he stabs the Batman who laughs in the neck. And this, it's not really a cure. It's not going to cure the infected that is the Batman who laughs. He's uncurable. But it does prevent him from projecting his, his infection. And all of his goons at this point in time, well, they're, uh, they've turned back. Including Commissioner Gordon. So it's nice to see that he's going to be back in action again. And... I mean, let's face it, we all knew that, <laughs> and not just Commissioner Gordon, and when, uh, at this point I wouldn't surprise me, they're going to kill Alfred, wouldn't surprise me if they, they fucked up Commissioner Gordon, but that's not what's happening, I was more worried about Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, because they've been all up in this mix, I was, I, one thing I will say, i got to kind of divert here from a second from the story, we missed an opportunity with this James Tinian, the fourth, you, sir, needed an infected beetle, a scarab, verse... Oh, wait, no, never mind. We didn't miss an opportunity. They were on the same team. Well, uh, this is not a verse, a team-up. We needed a team-up between uh, blue and gold, man. Come on. But, uh, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't hurt the story by any means. It doesn't move the story forward by any means either, so it's not that important. But, come on, give me that. <laughs> So yes, at this point, yeah, uh, everybody's turned back, and now everybody's, hey, you know, uh, let's all turn on Lex and uh, Batman who laughs. There they are. And Mercy says, hey, this motherfucker just saved you. And they say, mm, I don't care. Lex agrees with them, though. He says, yeah, no, this is, they're going to come after us, so we're just going to skedaddle on out of here. And they, uh, they beam themselves all up out of there and into uh, Perpetua's little ship. And there they are. The Batman who laughs stands before Perpetua with Lex and Mercy right behind him. And, uh, <laughs> in the, in the most devious of ways, you know, we, we, we get our, we get our twist. We get a twist. And that is when the Batman who laughs essentially tries to turn, not just tries, successfully turns Perpetua against Lex by saying, hey, I'm more valuable than this fucker. The whole plan the whole time was to get right up to ya. And it was only because I know that I, uh, I can use you just as much as you can use me. 
and you're not going to be able to continue on without or without my help. That's all there is to it. I've seen the future, and because I see the dark side of things that you're not able to see, you, I, I just know how things turn out. And Perpetua, she she buys every little bit of this, and Lex is, you know, on the blah, blah, you know, being all on the contrary. And Perpetua is just, she's not having the, if she talked back to me, I gave you this power, I'll, take it away from you and she does she strips him uh literally so we got a regular ass naked ass lex just sitting there uh mercy's definitely she's she <laughs> you see her eyes go right to the crotch a couple of times for sure i don't know i just felt it i felt it <laughs> but i don't know it's, it's, he's, he's very naked is what i'm trying to say he's very very naked for the rest of the book and uh yeah, she doesn't just strip him of his power, she beams him the fuck out of there, and at this point we have uh, the Batman who laughs with Perpetua, and he says, and she says, okay, tell me how, tell me how everything you know, and he says, well, you know how I had the Phantom Stranger and shit all held up, well, you didn't know that, but uh, I had the Phantom Stranger all held up, and because of that, I, uh, I, I know, I know some things, and he's like, get up all up in my head. Come into my head. I'll show you. Wait till you see what I have planned. And she dives into his head. We don't know as readers what she sees, but she is more than pleased and super happy with her new relationship with the Batman who laughs. And I gotta say, uh, for that being the way it ends, except for the epilogue at the end with uh, Lex falling to Earth, and it's really just saying he's regular, he's alive, and he knows that everybody's fucked. That's really how it ends. Uh, but more than anything, it's the perpetual Batman who laughs. <laughs> Evil. Uh, oh, man. God damn. God fucking damn it. This is so good. This is so good. I, uh... <laughs> I... Ah, oh, man. Oh, and well, there, there's there's more. There is more. It is Now, this is the part that actually confuses me more than anything. Is at the end it says, to be continued in death metal. Yes, I'm excited about that. Obviously, I'm excited for death metal. But I was... I, now, I could be misinformed on this. I ho uh, but I was made to believe that death metal was going to be a, a black label book. Black label books aren't canon. You're the villain who's been canon this whole time, I would imagine. I would imagine. You don't... I mean... They would... They would I, I would... I would be furious if it wasn't. With, I mean, I've invested an entire year into this storyline. With so many different books, so much money. So, I don't know. But maybe... I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But the fact is, is that this, this whole thing is what's supposed to be leading into death metal. When we get death metal at this point, it's a whole, that's a whole nother fucking thing. That's a whole nother thing. But, in the meantime, I will say that this, this, this was a very, very satisfying ending to a year-long event that, admittedly, I kind of wasn't for the entire time. The entire time. Uh, yeah, there were bits and pieces I thought were cool when it came to Year of the Villain, but, uh, I, this, I, I didn't invest in every single Year of the Villain book that came out by any means, uh, but I, I picked and I chose, and I'll be damned when it came down to it with everything that I read, and 
the way it all came together and wrapped up thanks to James Tinney and the fourth and crew, I was more than pleased. More than fucking pleased. So, you're the villain. Hell arisen. One through four. This has been trade negotiations. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, now it's your it's your duty to go out and track down these issues, track down the trade, do what you got to do to be able to read this for yourself and enjoy the other aspect of this. Do it visually because it's a fucking comic book. There's more to enjoy than me just telling you the story. You got to look at all this shit. How are you gonna know what punchline looks like without? Mm-hmm, you see what I'm saying? So, that's what's happening. That was Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen. Now, uh, after you're done going out and reading all that, make sure, or maybe even before you do all that, support this podcast and do so by jumping on Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to early content. Eventually, I'm going to have some more exclusive content up there. I'm going to put up those early, early episodes at some point in time. But yeah, no, if you want to uh, hear hear these interviews, hear, th- hear the stuff before it comes out, well before... The, the 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 masses get to uh get to get their ears on it that's that's how you do that patreon.com slash cheers to comics also support this podcast with stars five gold stars on apple and itunes and all of that good stuff makes this podcast popular and it, it really does help it really does help so uh yeah or, or wherever you 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 rate and judge things or listen to your podcast just leave leave five star reviews and then eventually I'll get around to reading them on air. Not on air. It's a podcast. You know what I mean, though. So, uh, what else? What else? Oh, as always, support local comic book stores. That's We need that right now, big time. It's a weird times, as I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe it's the year 2021. I don't know. Uh, hopefully comic books are fixed then. <laughs> I'm really pushing here. All right, that's it. It's been a podcast. That was Hella Risen. Uh, we'll talk next time, slurds. As always, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers.